You're now listening to a Press Play Network podcast. And welcome to Hip Hop Rejects number 90. I'm your boy Royalty. Yo, it's your boy Young Fly in the wrist. And together we are known as the Hip Hop Rejects. What is up, dog? Man, chilling. Sitting up there eating mixed nuts and pretzels. Drinking water. Trying to get healthy. Yeah. <laughs> See, I put trying. Um, I've been doing good. I have had sodas and almost in a month. Um, I haven't been having too many sweets. Um, my only downfall is that like I got an affinity for stuff like quesadillas and um, pizza. So you got a bread problem. Yeah, a bread and cheese problem. See, that's why you need to do keto, man. You don't have you have, you can eat cheese, man. You can't eat no bread though, but you can eat cheese. See, that's the thing. I'm like, that's why I can't do vegan because like I I got like things like vegan, you can't have cheese and you can't have meat. Like uh, I can eat stuff like I can eat certain stuff like with vegetables in it, but I feel like somebody in our ancestry thought uh thousands and thousands of years ago, man, I'm so tired of eating this wheat. So tired of eating this grass. I need something to go with this, something succulent. Hmm. I see this gazelle over there. I wonder <laughs> how he tastes. Oh, just so happened gazelle tastes good. Hmm. I see this little pig over here. I wonder how he tastes. Mm-hmm. This pig tastes delectable also. And we've been eating it for thousands of years. Yeah, see. Oh, keto. See, I can still, I can eat all that stuff. I'll shoot. All I freaking eat is, is for me is just meat and fats and keep my carbs See, I can't. Like, I have to do what's in my budget. Cause I be like going online looking at these different meals and you know these different plans and stuff. I can't afford to pay that stuff every paying, month, dude. I ain't paying for nothing. I buy, I buy like my normal groceries. I'm mostly eating probably exactly what you eat now, which is like nuts. And plus, on top of that, I eat a lot of sugar-free stuff. So, like, I eat a lot of, like, because uh, I have, like, a sweet tooth right off the bat because I like sweet stuff. And so, primarily with that, I mean, for the most part, that's the problem. Most of the stuff I eat is, like, a lot of sugar-free stuff. So, So I have like um it was uh what is it um it's almost like the like the turtles yeah on those it's like they have those are sugar free those are really good I I just discovered some gummy bears that I found on Amazon but I actually found them in Walmart that are sugar free I think Haribo do sugar free gummy bears yeah it's uh it's not it's made by another company uh it starts with an A. Hmm. But yeah, man, everybody trying to see. I'm not a bandwagon jumper. I see so many people jumping on. Oh, I want to be vegan now, and then they see you eating a burger or something, and then they want to come in. You know, you shouldn't be eating that that meat. You gonna get cancer. Like motherfuckers been eating meat for thousand years. Motherfuckers really just started getting cancer in the 20th century. Like, come on, man. Don't don't do that. And well, your ass was eating meat for thirty years, and you didn't develop cancer. But all of a sudden, because you sat there and watched a show on uh, Netflix, now you super healthy. Yeah, they said some bad stuff about keto, but I ain't they ain't stop me. I only do, and plus for me, man, I do keto because I. Had a checkup last year, and they told me I had low cholesterol, so I got to eat fats. So, evidently, I wasn't eating enough of them, so that's why I do keto. And on top of that, plus I've lost like twenty six pounds in the process, so I'm good. <clears throat> but yeah, man, this is Press Play Network podcast, episode ninety. Hip hop rejects. Win this thing once again. Um, before we get into things, man, uh, we are also 
live on our we on the community page. We on our uh, the official page right now, live. Um, think both. Both. Okay. So yeah, we are live on the uh, on our Nerdflow community page, hip hop community page, and live on the Hip Hop Rejects uh, page as well. So if you Facebook head and you want an easy way to listen to us, then that would be the way to listen to us. So yeah. Um, all right, man. So let's get into some numbers real quick, and then we're gonna get into the news feed for this week. Um, so. Let's see. Let's where should we start off here? All right. So let's talk. Um, let's talk top countries. Uh, United States, UK number ten, Germany number ten. Wish I had the full list like we used to have a long time ago. There, but SoundCloud kind of changed. They changed the way you can look at metrics and stuff. I can't look at all that stuff anymore. Uh, top cities would be Panama. Uh, the Panama. Uh, Pan- uh, Panorama City, California. I've heard of that before. Uh, what? I was just saying, Panorama. <laughs> yeah, I uh, know. Uh, Palmdale, California is another one. Another top city. And Bogota, Colombia. So we got a lot of love out in uh, Cali right now. So shout out to y'all. Um, I really need to um, be trying to freaking get out to Cali. Weather's always nice out there. It's about to be spring, too. Yeah, I should be trying to get out to Cali during December. Why? It ain't never really cold where you at. Well, not all the time. Dude, <laughs> this past winter was uh, winter. Well, yeah, this past time, yeah, it was winter, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but all right, man. Uh, top played episodes. It's another thing I'm going to talk about. Uh, episode 88 is actually our top episode. It's very weird. Hmm. Well, that is episode by Anyway, uh, 89, which just, just dropped recently. That's number two. Um, then we also got episode 87. Called that the Chloroseptic Chlor- Remix. We were talking about the, uh, the Eminem freestyle Chloroseptic on that one. How hard that went. But yeah, man. This is episode 90. Let's get into it, yo. All right, man. So, this episode 90, this is, let's say, it has been a journey since episode one, but episode 90 is we opening the gate to the gateway to episode 100, so we finna be celebrating the C-note of the shows, so hopefully we buy 50,000 by then. Um... We're going to be hitting y'all with some new stuff from the Hip Hop Rejects. So be looking out for that. Um, hopefully we'll um, have some some guests, some some surprise guests, things like that. You know, we're going to reach out to our old faithfuls like Keeper, Block, all them. So um, also remember Rejects Radio coming this summer in July. So start submitting those songs again. Make sure they in great quality. Make sure they mixed and mastered well. And um, let's get into this first topic. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. don't forget, teespring.com forward slash the hip hop rejects. Go get them shirts. Go get that apparel. All right. So, first topic. You know, we got people we always pick on. I mean,. Come on, they give us the ammunition to pick on them. You know, we got Birdman that gave us all trill, y'all. Or put some respect on my name. Alright? I think he be doing trill, y'all. <laughs> For a long time. Yeah. <laughs> we always, Young Thug always giving us ammunition to use towards him. Most of the new rappers give us You know us what we just talk am- about? You know, we, speaking of Young Thug, you know what we ain't talk about? What's that? Him changing his name. You know he changed what his rap name, right? No. Oh, you didn't know? I don't keep up with this nigga. I, I don't either. I just so happen to hear it. <laughs> he what did so, he change his name he to? He worried it so happened. Um, he said he was going by sex now. Who? You heard me. Uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, no. 
Like, you was already fucked up. Like, why? <laughs> Man, I, you know what? I, I need a soundboard. I literally need a soundboard for shit like this. Because, yo, yo, we need y'all help, man. Help us out. You know, <laughs> nigga need a soundboard for things like this. Because I, I just, like, a thousand sound effects that popped in my head that I could have dropped on this nigga. And this nigga need to be fired. Like, seriously. Like, why? When when, when did he make this announcement? Uh, this is back in February, dog. Uh, you know, it it, it kind of slipped by us on the news feed, of course. Uh, I remember hearing about it, but I just forgot to, you know, bring it up. But now, when you said his name, kind of made me think of it. But yeah, now I don't know if this is like artist name or a biological name, but they say Young Young Thug has changed his name. So his name as artist looks like it hasn't changed. So I'm guessing his government name. Mm. I don't know. Let's keep moving. <laughs> All right. So to get to the point of me talking about we picking on people, so the boy Bow Wow. <laughs> I don't understand why this grown ass man. We, you know what? He can't win. Okay, he can't. He can't. He can't win for losing, man. Because he had like a, he dropped a new single. He finally came back from a long time, and you know, he dropped a new single and all that stuff like a couple weeks back and stuff like that. You know, internet was was popping for him. First of all, let me say this: I'm not calling this man Bow Wow no more. Like for now, your name is Shad Moss. Yeah, I think so, that's the name he goes by now. Shad Moss. That's what he goes by now. Yeah. Okay. So the boy Shad Moss dropped the song addressing him. He on saying he don't know what happened between him and Chris Brown. How Chris Brown will feel? I'll be here, little bro. And Chris Brown responded like, "Bro, I don't know what you're talking about." First of all, so he got egg on his face for that. Black Twitter ate him up for that. Second off. Man, did y'all see the video of this nigga getting knocked out? TKO. I'm talking about he got Teddy Pendergrass. Teddy Pendergrass. And it, but it wasn't the love TKO, yo. Like, the boy got hit with the George Foreman. And he already little, man. So it, that, that looked like he hooey. So why did... Like, so Okay, so wait. So why did he get knocked out? So... Rumor is Future is dating his baby mom. Why does two? Okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Why does Future keep dating his man ex girlfriends? I don't know, bro. It's kind of like Drake messing with Chris Brown ex girlfriends. Like what? The, what? What? What is really the deal, man? I'm just no, man. I'm just. I'm just wondering because that's just you know. I mean, feel me on this. All this vagina up here, and y'all niggas circulating it. Y'all, y'all steady recycling it. Well, hit this nigga had her. I might well try to get her too. Yeah, it's just uh, that's that's kind of odd. But yeah, but yeah, let's keep moving. So, so Bow I was talking greasy about future. Dude is in dude named Cheek that's in future camp. Saw Bow Wow said, Yo, what's up with all that shit you were talking about future? Bow Wow really didn't get no words out of his mouth before he got clobbered. I was talking about you heard like if y'all remember the old thing uh cartoon, it's like Cheek was like, It's clobbering time and like labor out, you know what I'm saying? I was like, hmm. Now, how you gonna shake back from this, Bow? Like, how you gonna shake back from this, Shad? You know, you couldn't shake back from the photo, the, I mean, the private jets fiasco you did. They've been saying you've been photoshopping a lot of, a lot of pictures of talking about you got adoring fans when Devo really don't care nothing about you. Like you, you really been you've been catching a lot of L's lately. Then you caught a physical L. 
Like, how you gonna shave back, Shad? I'm curious, Shad. I want to know, Shad. How you gonna shave back? Man. Uh, like, Shad, you need to do a Tyrese video, bro. You need me. You just need to go on there and just ask, what more do you want from me? Because you steady taking L's, my bro. Like, real. Like, I want nothing but the best for you. I want to see you shake back. Maybe you should grow your hair back. Maybe, you know. Do something, bro. Stop too, stop trying to be a wait, thug. You too little to be a thug. Wait, 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 wait. You say grow his hair back. It's 2018, bro. Ain't nobody walking cornrows no more. Hey, I just took down the cornrows in my hair. I got a fro right now. Sorry, my dude, but not anymore. <laughs> hey, I'm going through. I, I I decided to grow my hair back. I wanted to do something different. Plus, I don't like paying $25 a week for a haircut. Hmm. I'd rather well, let my niece braid my hair for free than to pay almost $125 to $150 a month to get my hair cut yeah. and to get shaved when I can just shave myself and get somebody to braid my hair. Yeah. Teachers on. I mean, niggas still rocking dreads. I ain't seen nobody cancel that out yet. Well... No, there ain't nobody counts that out yet, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Anyway, but as all, I mean, I was just taking L's, bro. Like, like real talk, man. Like, go listen to Big Sean's song, man. Like, you know, go get some motivation from Big Sean. You know, he was talking about he took a L and he bounced right back, man. You got to try to bounce back some type of way. I think he was trying to bounce back, but he just, didn't, yeah. Yeah. He tried, but, yeah. Yeah. Hey, all right, moving on to something different right quick. Mm-hmm. This wasn't in our list of notes, but I just got to make note of this. I follow Angela and Vanessa Simmons on Instagram. And I always had an affinity for Vanessa, the older sister. I felt like she was the cuter sister. But, like, Angela had her baby. Like, Angela, the finer sister. Now, Vanessa still cuter, but Angela, like, super fine. And I think Romeo is, like, on that heavy. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, you, you should, you know, you put me on, uh, what's the name of the show? Uh, Growing Up Hip Hop. Growing Up Hip Hop. Yeah, he's always been, yeah, been like, like, super close friends. Like, Romeo, is like, I, I think Romeo trying to get past close. I think Romeo trying to get in the jeans. If he ain't already got in them jeans. Which I wouldn't put it past him, man. I wouldn't be mad at him. <laughs> Yeah, nah, I would have, that would have been, every day I wake up in the morning, I look at my checklist, first thing on my checklist, before I even try to get in Angela James, before I even say brush hair, brush teeth, anything, first, that means send her a good morning beautiful text or something. <laughs> like, real talk, bro. <laughs> but anyway, let's get on to the next thing. So, this week in hip hop, like the, like, so much stuff happened like the past couple of weeks since our last show. The boy Snoop Dogg dropped a gospel album, yo. Which I'm still in shock of. Yes, and niggas in the industry is co-signing it. Like I, I have not heard it, so I'm not judging it. You know, it's just weird for Snoop Dogg. Like, okay, when Snoop Line dropped the reggae album, all right, I feel you. But he just dropped the gospel album, and he was like, and I'm still keeping it gangster. I'm like, yo, like, Snoop, like, how? You still can. He can. I haven't heard it, but I'm just, you know, I listen and, to him, you know. And, like, Diddy got up. Diddy, him and Diddy was on Instagram riding around town together. Diddy was co-signing this album. He was talking about, man, my boy Snoop thing took me to church this morning, and 
you know, go go cop that, you know, that album and I like did it making this sound good? I may have to go and get this. I got Amazon Music. I may have to go download this new church album and just listen to it. But, you know, and Snoop said, man, I'm getting older, man. I felt like I had to pay, you know, God and gave me so many blessings. I had to, you know, pay homage to it. I was like, I understand it, man. I understand it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling all that. It's just that you made murder was the case that they gave me, dog. <laughs> that is not a lie. That is not a lie. Like, <laughs> like, like for real, bro. I, it's, huh. I don't know. This is the, the okay. Let's let we gonna put a pin in the Snoop Dogg gospel album. That topic is to be continued. You know, me and Royalty got to go and listen to the album, and we gonna get back to y'all with our reviews on it. Yeah, I can't get no, I can't get no. Uh... Honest opinion on it. Yeah, I can't get an honest opinion on it. I hadn't heard. I just heard you just told me about this today, so I'm like, I'm yeah. I'm just like, yeah. wait, what? So, yeah. Well, we're gonna we gonna get we don't get you on that one on ninety one, man. Right. All right. And so, recently on Instagram, the boy Nelly did a video asking the who was the biggest what if in hip hop history, and his answer was the DOC. And, you know, the DLC, former mem- member of NWA, you know, he won the West Coast Originators, dropped one album that was, like, super fire and legendary. But, of course, he had a tragic accident. It messed him up. And he never did, you know, make another album behind it. But I started thinking, like, yo, Nelly might be right. And... I started thinking about other people that just dropped one album that was so far, but you never heard nothing back from them ever again. <clears throat> and then I started, when I started thinking about it, I couldn't think of nobody but the DOC that had one fire. Like a lot of people have fire singles and you never hear from them again, but they don't have a whole fire album. He had a whole fire album. You know, like Craig Mack had resting, you know, rest in peace, Craig Mack, who just passed this past week. But oh, yeah, his man. album, his album wasn't fire. He had that one song that had a remixed flavor in your ear. That was a fire song, but the album wasn't fire. You feel me? So, you know, it was just like the only person that you could really think of was the DOC that had just that one album. Yep, that I mean, a lot of people don't know this too either, man. Like, um, with DOC, DOC wrote a lot of from rumor has it that DOC wrote a lot of stuff for Snoop back in the day, wrote a lot of his stuff, like him and Warren G. Yeah, but so. you know, like, a uh, like, okay, let's put it this way. Some songs you could tell the one Snoop wrote, yeah, because you 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 could tell the way he flowed on it, and you uh, other songs you could tell like a song that Snoop wrote, I mean a verse he wrote was um on it's like this on Dre album Snoop wrote that verse because it was because for one Dre said Snoop wrote the verse. So, you know what I'm saying? But then with all the other albums that came out subsequent, because, you know, Snoop in the beginning was dropping albums like, he was dropping albums like Flies Drop around Stank. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He was like, Snoop was bringing out an album probably like two albums a year almost. But, you know, he had to have some writers, you know what I'm saying? You, you, I don't know nobody that just come with that much content out of they, just their own brain. You feel me? Uh, well, okay. Master P. <laughs> but see, you, when you think about a P song, P could do a lot. 
Like P, a, a lot of P songs won P by himself. Nah, I know, but he was dropping them suckers like super consistently though. Yeah, but the thing is, if you ain't got to put but one verse on the song and the rest of your crew on the song, then you ain't really just making no whole album by yourself. You feel me? Nah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean... Well, I mean... Because he did. I mean... P, on, on, on a P album... He'll have about one, two, maybe three songs on the album by himself. And then the rest of the album is the rest of the No Limit crew. Mm-hmm. And then think about it. <clears throat> Other than Ice Cream Man, all the P, mostly all the P major singles ain't been him by himself. Yeah, it's true too. Yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of me say yeah, a lot of his major stuff. I ain't taking nothing from P because P is like back at the time, Master P, Outcast, and um the Ghetto Boys, Scarface. Well, Ghetto Boys is Scarface. All them, they put the South on the map, yo. Like P put New Orleans on the map by himself. I don't care what nobody else say, like. Uncle Luke and them put Florida on the map by themselves. Outcast put ATL on them. Well, I can't say Outcast did by themselves because you had Jermaine Dupree and them too. And the Ghost Town DJs, all them. But Atlanta was always been like a team effort. But like Florida, Luke, Luke and them did that by themselves. Louisiana, Master P did that by himself and opened the doors for other people to follow up behind them with it. Did do that? Did do that? Um, what's some other? Um, what are some other artists that I'm trying to think, man? What are some other artists that like in that same that same conversation, kind of like DLC with that didn't that came out that dropped one but didn't come out with no more? I'm trying to think. I was trying to think and I couldn't think of nobody else. That's the problem. Who's somebody that just never came out with it? Well, we can name that one person that we that probably would be on everybody's mind if we had this conversation. And that's Andre Three Thousand. Like, well, I guess you. Can, well, I don't you, even consider. You, yeah, I guess you can't. I don't say. consider the love below a, a solo album. That's what I was. And see, uh, that's kind of all we got now. Is that because, like. <clears throat> It was still an Outcast album when it was all said and done. done. Yeah, Big Boy was still on the album no matter what. So I mean, like a pure Andre three thousand solo, like on the cover is just Andre three thousand by himself. Mm-hmm. Like we never got that, right? But without that, we still consider Andre three thousand, if not one of, if not the greatest, one of the greatest lyricists ever. Because I don't think you got it. I'm talking about, and this has been like, you had to go back to the first Outcast album, Southern Playlist to Cadillac Music, mm-hmm. and you got to listen to the bars this man was delivering over years. Don't don't pay attention because Andre stood out. I know a lot of people like, man, y'all can't get mad at these young kids for the way they dressing. Look how Andre 3000 was dressing. No. It's like, well... Yeah. There's kind of a difference with that. There's there's a difference. That's Andre three thousand. He gained the right to do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Not even why. It's just, not even it's just kind of really just a thing. I don't know. It's just how he. I don't know, man. It's just how he. He cares. didn't come out feminine like with it. That's one thing as well. That is, yeah. There you go. That's what I was trying to say. Um, yeah. He wasn't trying to be feminine with it. Which, yeah. I mean, my boy didn't wear a dress. He wore a kilt. Exactly. So it's like, which in 
Scottish or Irish culture, which was still, you know. Manly? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, no. So, yeah. you, you can't have, you can't really even have an argument on that, so. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I feel you on the Andre 3000 tip, yeah, like, like, if we would have got a string of just Andre 3000 albums, like, because the Big Boy albums are fire. Like, the Big Boy by himself albums are yeah. fire. But we would have ever just got some Andre 3000 albums by himself. Like, those could have been legendary, yo. Yeah, they could have, man. They could have did. They could have definitely did some some hella work. Because, don't get me wrong. The love below is jamming. I love the prototype. I love Hey Y'all. You know what I'm saying? Hell. Niggas love when Andre like for a minute Andre two thousand wasn't putting out no music. He was just being featured on folk stuff. And every time Andre two thousand was being featured on somebody's stuff, he was eating the song up. He was like, "You like man? Why you put that man on your song? He just stole your song, yo." Like you don't even want to hear the regular version no more. You want to hear the Andre three thousand version? Walk it out. Yes. <laughs> he kicked it out. He kicked it out. Oh, he said, walk you out like a usher. Yep. Like, oh, man. Like, I got a mixtape with nothing but Andre 3000 verses on it. That's all it is. Every, like, like it's, it's like 36 songs with nothing but Andre 3000 verses. I think I need that from you, bro. Yeah, I might. Get, I I think I can get that to you. I think, you but uh, need to get it up off you. I mean, like, yo, like, like he, like, literally, like, that's a good question, man. I think, I think I need to go rebut Nelly and say it's under three thousand. I mean, just it's just. I mean, yeah, DLC dropped. A album, but you know, Andre didn't drop no album, and and he said it. We ain't never gonna get one. So yeah, Andre two thousand gonna drop an album when he like sixty years old <laughs> and kill and kill everything that's out. <laughs> it ain't gonna it ain't gonna even be the same. Ain't gonna even be the same. I can hear I can hear hip hop here talking. Man, we waited seventy four years for this. It's gonna be the year. It's gonna be the year twenty forty five, and under eighty thousand finally drop an album. <laughs> Man, I still take it. <laughs> I still take it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll still take it. I will still take All right. it. All right, man. To move on to the next topic, and this might be our. Oh no, I'm gonna say that for last. All right, let's move on to the second to the last topic. The boy game, yes, the game, who we all know is the blood, you know. If you don't know the game of blood, I don't know what rock you've been hiding under. But he been on, on social media, he been on that boy Takashi 69 head. Cause Takashi 69 said that he is the king of New York Bloods. Oh my god. Yeah, the game is not for this fucker. You shouldn't have said that. Man, the game is really ready to get on that boy's head. If you don't know how the game gets when it comes to that fake flogging. Yes. Took the words right out of my mouth. Um, when it comes to that, man, he will come for you. Like if you, if you don't, whatever the name for Takashi, whatever his name is, if you don't know, bro, you may want to go look up, uh, maybe look up a couple things on the internet, find out. Man, I'm gonna tell you how slow this dude Takashi Six Nine is. He had a show down in Texas. Jay Prince Junior told him he couldn't come do his show. That's like Black Mob around here, brother. <laughs> Jay Prince Jr. was like 
had the nigga scared to come and do his show, bro. He had to cancel the show, bro. Like, so I know you don't want it with game, bro. <laughs> I know you don't want it with. I know you don't want it with that boy. Like, seriously? <laughs> like, I wish all these dudes, like, like, stop coming up trying to claim something. Because, like, Game posted a picture of dude. He was like, you supposed to be a blood. You supposed to be cleaning up the blood. But you sitting on top of, of a blue bandana bread, bed spread. He don't know which one it really is. He not either, man. That's just like that's just like, bro. When Wayne them came out talking about the bloods, yo. They was like before Wayne them came out saying they was bloods. Like when all cash money was together, mm-hmm. them boy was rocking nothing but blue. So how you flip the script like that? Hey, young bucks don't know, man. Young bucks don't know. But I'm pretty like, sure. I'm pretty sure gang gonna set them right though. I mean, I can bet you that. I can I can bet you that much. Yeah, cause he been eating that boy up on Instagram. I ain't gonna lie, he been eating that boy up. He been calling that boy government. He posting old pictures of this boy. Oh, I saw that like not too long ago. <laughs> yeah, that boy sitting up there, he posting that boy palm pictures and shit. Like, <laughs> like, where is he get these pictures from? Man, where he getting them from, yo? <laughs> Like, when niggas want to get on your head on social media, they can find some shit on you, boy. That's funny. Another thing. Another so-called new rapper, nigga named Lizanne, had the nerves, the audacity, the gall, the wherewithal to say that Tupac music is boring. Let's get something straight, you little young whippersnappers out there. I'm only 32 years old. I was born, I'll be 33 this year. I was born in the year 1985. So, I was coming of age at the age of about five, four or five years old when I was introduced to a young man by the name of Tupac Shakur. Not once has Tupac ever produced a song that was boring. Tupac may have had some people on the song namely the outlaws that he should have never had on the songs because they suck ass completely. Like, they could suck a fart out of ass that's been jammed in there for 74 years. That's how bad they suck. But Tupac verse or the songs he produced have never been boring. And you must understand that had it not been for Tupac, or Biggie, or anybody that came out in the late 80s, early 90s, you motherfuckers would not have a platform. So therefore, instead of being disrespectful, just like y'all, most of y'all are that didn't see Jordan play, who want to give LeBron a crown, stop being disrespectful to people that came before your time that you never did see, because... They paved the way for you to like the people you like now. Because without them people, you wouldn't even be who you are now. You did. It's a trickle-down effect, definitely. Exactly. That's why I I still listen to Motown music. I still listen to jazz. I still listen to music from the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I grew up on all that in the house with my grandmother so I can... And my mother, so I can sit up there and pay homage to this music because I see where all the new music come from. You feel me? And with me being from Mississippi, which is like the most musically inclined state in all of America, because most of all music originated from Mississippi, when you think about it. Like, like real talk. They was rhyming in blues before niggas was rhyming in rap. Blues is the birth child. Blues and rock and roll are the children, the birth children of Mississippi. Never forget that. Yep. Jazz is the birth child of New Orleans. Never forget that. Music is from the South, where most of the slaves were from. Remember that. 
So when we when we giving these opinions on music, just know it's encoded in our DNA. Because we got the ears for it. We listen to all all types of music. Alright. So that's enough. I, I don't know enough about Lil Xan to get on top of his head. He looked like he was once a straight A student that he started popping a couple of Xanax. He got super high, made two or three lines rhyme, and somebody said, boy, you need a deal, and he started pursuing it, and somebody was like, oh, this kid, this white Mexican, whatever he is, kid, go get Zan tatted across your eye, and we're going to promote you. And just so happened, we live in a music age where if you trash, you're what's hiding the street. If you got bars, you're not hiding the street. Uh, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty All right. So for our final topic tonight, let's talk about the boy DJ Envy. Oh, hold on. We got one more before. We got one more before the Envy joint. Okay. What's that? Cultural disappropriation. So... I know that this person I'm about to say is not all the way hip hop, but he got a little, got some got smidge hip hop in him. So people been talking about Bruno Mars, about saying how he's cultural disappropriation and all this other stuff, about how he, you know, taking music and all this stuff. I'm like, okay. Wait a minute. Um with music we all all artists sample. Let's make that clear. You can go ask Sean Puffy Combs, P. Diddy, whatever he's called today. They we all they all sample. They all sample for one another. From all the current stuff that was played in the 90s was sampled off old songs from the 80s and 70s and 60s and all of that stuff. And there was some some, some original stuff in there because there, there was some people that was talented enough to make original music. But for y'all to say that Bruno Mars is cultural disappropriation and half of y'all that say this can't even spell the word but the other part of that is, is like y'all didn't say that about the Beastie Boys because they was the first white rap hip hop group. You can give it, you can get that damn them because you know he was going to get it back. AKA Chlor Accepted Remix when y'all tried to talk about him. You got, and let's even talk about R&B because that's primarily what Bruno Martin does is R&B. I say, that's why I say he had a smidge of the hip hop because he, you know, he do a little bit. Y'all gave Insync a pass. Y'all gave Justin Timberlake a twenty year pass. John B. Dog. You, yeah, man, John B. got a pass. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Alan Thick got. A, I mean, uh, Robin Thick got a pass. Yep. Hell, he even had a black girl, and y'all gave him a pass. Like, come on, man. Like, y'all want to jump on Bruno? Well, the thing is, out of all those people we just named, Bruno got Cuban in his blood. Guess what? If you know anything about genetics, you know anything about the Cuban population, they're Afro-Latino people. So, therefore, if he got Cuban in his blood, that means he got black in his blood. So, therefore, he is not cultural appropriating. Yeah, and it's even like, and, you know, I'm going to go a little bit further with this. Hold on a second. Let me pull up Google real quick. So I want to give it, I want to, for those who want to get on a high horse about, about stuff. Okay. Is a so cultural misappropriation is a concept in sociology dealing with the adoption of elements of a minority culture by members of the dominant culture. Guess what? He partially Filipino. 
So guess what? The boy ain't got too much white in his blood. Thank you. So, and he ain't the and he ain't the majority. So, yeah, this is really stupid. I just man, want to say that. That's, this is really stupid. I've been said it was stupid. Like, first like of I, all, like I don't see. I don't see a bunch of you for you to say. It's like. He's not a member of the dominant culture. He ain't white. I see y'all ain't jumping on Beyonce ass when she says she was Creole. That's what Creole is. They mix with white. It's like, like leave that man alone. If you mad that your favorite R&B artist can't get no shine time or can't, your favorite R&B artist ain't really popping right now, then maybe you should, one, here's two things you should do. One, you should support them and buy their music and stop bootlegging it because we know our people are very good for bootlegging stuff and not supporting one another, not buying stuff and not truly supporting, you know, one another 100%. You should do that first. That's the first thing you should do because the reason why Bruno Mars is so successful and so popular because people are actually people are buying his music and taking their money and buying their music and not trying to get it from, you know, the person that walks into the barbershop slash beauty shop off the corner or anything like that. That's selling bootleg CDs or downloading it illegally. It's another way as well. Just call it what it is. So people actually support him. So why don't you take that same thing to your favorite R&B artists and support them and maybe just maybe if they got their team right they'll be just as successful as Bruno Mars and cause like for real Trey Songs is my favorite R&B male artist and I bought every Trey Songs CD yes y'all heard me on here say it a thousand times yes I do I am a, a guilty of bootlegging stuff, but I've never bootlegged a Trey Songs album. Yes, if I just want to sample, listen to something like I bought Friday on Elm Street because I had Amazon Music. Like like now that these streaming services then came out, I don't have to bootleg anymore because I pay for it monthly, and I get all the music I want. But in the past, yes, I did bootleg. But you know, I artists that were my favorite artists, I went and bought their albums. Speaking of man, speaking of Trey Songs, what's going on with your boy? What you mean? You ain't been hearing about what he he accused of? I, I man, look man, I I heard what he was accused of. Until they say guilty or not guilty, I'm not speaking on. Then he had the whole little thing with the the whole police thing too. As well, it's like man, it's like. Bro can't catch a break. Yeah, man. But my thing is this, man. I don't think trading took nothing for no female. He probably didn't push the female or something like that. You know, yeah, he that's probably what he, that's what he's accused of. He's accused of hitting the female in the face. Which Man, I'm gonna put it like that, man. That little mark that she had on her face, I seen it. I don't think he punched her or nothing like that, man. Cause if you see the mark on her face, it look like he like she put like she climbed on stage and he pushed off. Like or she was grabbing on him. Like that's another thing about like when I be watching these concerts and stuff, like females be grabbing at these folks and they act like like these folks can't defend themselves. <laughs> like you don't want nobody to touch you, don't touch them. Yep. Like you know what I'm saying, you invade my private space. Like, my personal space, like, I got three feet all the way. Like, the circumference around me is three feet wide. Like, don't invade my personal space. Right. Yeah, people do be kind of crazy when it comes to, like, uh, performance and stuff like that where they be running on stage. And And see, most men don't have all that security like Beyonce and them do. Yeah, because dudes will shoot male security. You will straight up get freaking speared. Off the stage, <laughs> just, exactly. Trust me, <laughs> by some big black ball dude. I'm just saying. Uh, 
All right, man. Let's move on to the DJ Envy and um, the DJ Envy situation. All right, so DJ Envy on the Breakfast Club the other day, straight snap on Deezus and Merrill. Of course, you know Deezus and Merrill, they have their own podcast, own show. Oh, uh, they show on. Uh, it's on Viceland. They also have a podcast called the Bodega Boys. Yeah. So, you know, they had made a comment. Um, you know, Envy had cheated on his wife. They had went on the reel and talked about it. And, you know, Deezus made the statement, you know, Envy's uh, wife said, I didn't know Rashad, I know Envy. I mean, I ain't no Envy. I know Rashawn. And Deezy said, but you know them DJ Envy checks, though. And Envy took it as if, you know, you were saying the only reason my wife stayed with me is for the money. And he was like, my wife was there since I was 15 years old. And, you know, she ain't never went nowhere. She was with me before I had a dollar. And he was like, you can talk about me. You could talk about you can make jokes about me all that. Don't talk about my wife and kids. Me, I'm not a husband. I don't have any children. But I don't like nobody talking about my mama, nobody in my family, or my nieces, nephews. But you can make all the jokes you want about me. So I felt envy on that. I also felt like envy could have handled it a little better, too, because... But I understand Envy reasoning behind it because Envy was like, yo, they made a public statement and I wanted to address them as a man publicly also. I feel yeah. him on that. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, that part is very true. I mean, the part that I didn't, that, that kind of didn't really make sense to me is like, okay, Envy said his piece and got what he, he walked had to out. Get, get out of his chest. He shouldn't have walked out because you said your piece. Why are you walking out? Okay. He, he explained why he walked out. He knew that Charlemagne, he, you know, he, he, Envy said his piece and he wanted to stay serious about it. He said, he came back and said, I accepted their apology, but I knew you was going to joke about it, be making jokes about it. And I don't want to have my, and I know you were going to try to let, lighten the mood up. And I didn't want to have my negative energy in the room. Cause he said, at that time, my energy was negative. So I kind of felt him on there too. Like I feel envy, but I felt Jesus and Meryl too because they was like, man, you know our show, you know how we like anybody up, and we didn't know we were being disrespectful to your wife, and you know they apologized for it. Yeah, which well, you know they didn't. They they said we didn't know you was gonna feel like that. You know yeah. we thought you was gonna let it you know run like water. Right. You know because you know us how you know how our show is, but you know. Envy, Envy, and, and they told Envy, he was like, yo, man, we won't make no more jokes about you, your family, your wife, nothing on our show ever again. And he was like, nah, nah. Envy was like, y'all can talk about me. He was like, nah, man, just to, just to make sure that no more bridges are crossed, no more lines are, no, are overstepped or anything. You know, we won't, we, we won't even address you, period. You know? Yeah. And, I mean... You can't tell a man how to feel about, you know, his, his family. You can't tell a man how to feel about his family. And, right, you know. Um, I, can second, I can second that motion. I mean, like I said, I'm not responsible for nobody. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm basically just a, a boyfriend. So, you know, however, you know, if me and her out in public together, I'm not going to let nobody disrespect her. But at the same time, I know she can be up and gone tomorrow. I can get my eye black that night for trying to defend her, and she can leave the next morning, and I'm walking around with a black eye that I can barely see out of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, and the same thing goes for marriage, too, all of that. But, you know, like, you got to defend your family, and, 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 you know, it's just the ways you do it. You know, you don't want to burn bridges. But at the same time, you don't want to, you know, burn bridges at home either. So, you know, that's that saying, happy wife, happy life. But, you know, at the, you know, it, it's, I always looked at it like this. You know, even though 
because they all supposed to be boys. So even though Deezus and Meryl, Meryl pissed him off and he defended his wife, his wife still can leave tomorrow. But Deezus and Meryl still be there. You see what I'm saying? That's why I felt like he could have handled it better. Well, I mean, that bond they got is something forever, man. So, I mean, not, I mean, in the eyes of, you know, God and everything. And so, I mean, that man did what he had to do. So, I mean, that's. I mean, I know he did what he had to do, but I just look at stuff like my, like my, my, my parents. Like, my parents got divorced when I was, what, six? And they they have no love for each other at all. None whatsoever. Yeah, but some, I mean, everybody. I mean, I, mean I know a lot of people that's like that. Like, people yeah. got divorced and they have no love for each other whatsoever. Like, that was like the worst mistake. They, they, they literally say that's the worst mistake they ever made. And, like, I, I, I almost made that mistake. I almost married somebody that... I know, looking back on it, I probably would have got divorced from a year or two later. Yeah, man. Gotta make sure. But at the same same time, I understand. Like, defend your home. Defend your family. Yeah. I mean, his is more of a a thing because, okay, it's, you know, like he was saying, they've been, she's been down for him since he was like 16 years old. That's a long time because Envy's in his 30s. Yeah. So that's a long time. They've been time. together 15 years. Yeah. And so he done done, you know, he's had some stuff in his past that he's done and she's forgiven him and all that type of stuff. So it's like, you know, been through a lot. So you can't really, you know, most of the time, you know, somebody, you know, deal with your crap and, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, you got to ride for them too. So, yeah, man, that's stand up for him. So, and, uh, right, like, like I always said, man, right is right, wrong is wrong. Jesus and Meryl, they admitted like men they were wrong, and Envy accepted their apology. Envy said he got no beef with them, you know, and that I, I just look at it for any any when especially when it comes to men. We forgive and forget a lot faster than women do. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. We do. We do. I mean, we could be beefing with somebody and can be, you know, like I hold on the grudge just like a mud. I'm holding on. I still got a grudge that's steaming back to my senior year of high school. Like, I'm a grown man. I've been out of high school almost 15 years. And if I still see old boy, I'm going to want to knock his teeth down his throat. But I've also had beef with people that I'm good friends with now. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, I mean, men, like women, when they get mad and they start with, uh, women start hating somebody. They hate them for life. I was about to say for life. <laughs> that is very true. That is very true. Like, like seriously, dude. Like, I never, and, and, and this goes for all my homeboys. I never want to get on the bad side of none of you all's wives. Like, like seriously. Like, like no, none of my homeboys' wives grew up around me. Except for one. And that's that's Udi wife, that's Lili. And Lili know me, so anything I say or do don't bother her because she know me. But you know, like I have to change like when I get around my boy CJ wife, I have to change who I am. When I get around your wife royalty, I have to change who I am. The you know, because I don't want to get on nobody's bad side. Cause I know me. Y'all know me. Yeah. Oh, we know that, bro. So you know, but you know the thing is, because I don't want them to hate me for life. Yeah, yeah. Women, when they when it, when women get mad, they they 
like if if like if you get if you do something wrong to your wife, say you did something wrong to your wife back in two thousand. It's the year twenty thirty. And you mess up again for the first time in 30 years. She going to bring up what you did back up in 2000. <laughs> She'll never forget it. Yep. And you be like, what you talking about? You been forgot all about it because you ain't thought about it in 30 years. Exactly. And you been forgot all about it. And I know this from dealing with women all my life. Like, they forget nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Very true, bro. Very, very true. Like they say, an elephant never forgets, a woman never forgets. <laughs> but, you know, back on the Envy subject, I mean, Envy, they took Envy to Breakfast Club Court. The majority of people say Envy didn't overreact. No, he didn't. No, he didn't overreact. No, he didn't overreact at all, man. It was just, you know. I don't feel like he overreacted neither. No, no not at all. I, I mean, just he... feel like he could have. Uh, for the sake of being a professional, he could have stayed on the show. Yeah, no, I get that. I completely get that. <coughs> but all right, man. Um, we're going to wrap episode 90 of the Hip Hop Rejects, man. Please make sure you guys continue to send in your uh, indie spotlight stuff. Send that stuff over to the Hip Hop Rejects at gmail.com. It's where you send it to. Uh, please make sure you send an artist bio, artist pick, link to um, the actual music if you have websites social media all that good stuff and a high quality mp3 file is preferred um we'll be getting back on that uh going into the road to 100 and uh we out of here doc all right y'all one